The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Uh, but Jer Brennan is with me uh, first. Jer is, of course, former uh, Dublin footballer uh, and uh, All Ireland winner, and he's here to talk about an issue that we have been addressing on the show over the last few days, which is the spotlight that has been shone on Dublin city centre in terms of crime. And a lot of the conversation has focused, as you'd imagine, on, on, on Gardaí and on punishment. But other people have brought up issues around deprivation and neglect as root causes uh, of crime. Uh, Jur uh, grew up in Dublin's uh, inner city. Uh, you're very welcome to the programme, Jur. It's, it's great to talk to you. Um, whereabouts you. did you grow up exactly? I just grew up, grew up just off Dorset Street, Kieran. So the junction of Gardner Street and Dorset Street is is where I grew up there. And I mean, how would you describe your upbringing? For us, uh, thankfully, we were we were pretty well insulated from a lot of the dangerous or illicit activities that would have been taking place around us, Kieran. Uh, who were we insulated by? Uh, our parents, uh, the good people at the community, the neighbours, school, sport clubs, um, the guard of community policing were very much uh, hands-on and very much present. St. Vincent de Paul and the role of the church, St. Gar- uh, Francis Saviour Church, Kieran, just on Garden Street. Those different groupings would have had huge mm. bearings on, I guess, protecting uh, me and my friends growing up. But also, there was always something to do. There was always an event organised, and in particularly during, say, winter months, or certainly during the summer, where the kids can become particularly idle, that you weren't left to your own devices. And again, that, uh, as uh, our mothers would say, you know, uh, idle hands is the devil's playground. And I think a lot of what we kind of see now in the north inner city is uh, a lack of purpose, and a lack of real community engagement from uh, some frontline workers mm. or some frontline services. I think here, and a lot of it is, is not down to the uh, people who are employed, whether it's the guards or members of St. Vincent de Paul or other uh, uh, social agencies. It, I think a lot of it is coming down to some of the bureaucratic nonsense. And, and, and with the example with the Gardaí and, and coming on before coming on with you today, Kieran. I just uh, spoke with a couple of my uh, buddies and contacts who have been working uh, for the guards for the last number of years. And mm. what they said is that they're, they're, they're so uh, um, weighed down with the reporting of every minor instance and following up on it that uh, they're 80%, 90% of uh, police stations or guard stations' workforce could be indoors. Uh, typing up uh, uh, um, or following up on phone calls and, and, and making sure that all the T's are crossed and the I's are dotted and that uh, the Gardaí are becoming very reactive because yeah. they're only leaving the station here and when, when, when a call comes in as opposed to certainly when I grew up um, there was very much a Garda presence around there was a, a respect there there was, uh, we knew a lot of the guards nearly on first name basis. There's one lady, Carmel, I can't think of her second name, in the inner city division who had the guard of van and, and used to bring us to all sorts of places and activities. And, and uh, it was great fun. So we have a very positive experience yeah. of growing up with the guards back then. But they're obviously under-resourced and they're obviously being uh, asked to, to, to become more administrative mm. uh, as opposed to being... Uh, having boots on the ground. It's, it's interesting though because you know I, I mentioned lots of people have brought up the issue of of, of a visible guard of presence and sometimes 
I think we kind of fall into the trap of of interpreting that as as Gardy maybe kind of uh, patrolling the streets, striking kind of fear into the hearts of these kind of gangs of young lads. The way you describe, it, though, it's more that actually by having a visible guard of presence, what you have is kind of community policing then in the purest sense. And there's a connection between the guards and the community. Absolutely. And, and, and again, if you speak to, again, uh, people, I will bow down to people with more knowledge than me of the, of the, of the training of Gardy and, 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 and the expectations when they uh, begin in, in whichever station it may be but most of them are joining to, to, to be out into the community uh, uh, getting to know the neighbours and, and, and trying to be very proactive and build relationships uh, with young kids and young groups as opposed to again having to be sat inside uh, uh, typing up reports um, surely there's a better system where mm. uh, and a guard comes in and they can they can share the information with uh, someone in, uh, in civil clothes who can type up uh, um, different incidences and whatnot, which will allow guards to be back out on the pitch, uh, to me back out on the pitch, back on the street. But, uh, <laughs> but that's just have a story here and there. But 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 even like that visibility is where you have a group of guys, which obviously that poor uh, is a Stephen Termini, the, the American tourist that was set upon recently on Talbot Street, where you have a group of guys who for different reasons, have gone down that route. Uh, um, sometimes you need the guards have to be very proactive and very forceful. Yeah. To, sometimes I think you have to be fire with fire in the very short term. Uh, um, but if you can actually get to the root cause in advance and build relationships, you know, you're not going to solve every problem, uh, no. but you will reduce the number of and, incidents that are occurring. And when you talk about a sense of purpose as well, and maybe lacking a sense of purpose, mm-hmm. I mean, is is that just in terms of you know, short-term things, like you mentioned, you know, doing things, projects over the summer, whatever it happened to be, or or is it a broader problem as well? That, you know, some kids growing up in some areas, they kind of lack a, a sense of purpose when they look at their life longer term. They don't know what they're going yeah. to do. Yeah, and, and, and they, they, I guess they don't know what they're going to do. Uh, they're probably looking at the guardians and for different reasons, some or both of parents may be uh, uh, locked up or, you know, mightn't be involved. It could be the grandparents doing their best to, to, to try to raise the kid. And um, so I, I would probably have two strands there in terms of a short-term solution, Kieran. Uh, uh, Adult education, I think, is huge to try to continue to provide far more opportunities for for. for for individuals in their late 20s, 30s or even 40s who are trying to uh, find a purpose and are trying to be productive in their communities and to give back. And then that then will feed down to the kids that are coming through that they see their, their mother or father or their uncle or uh, the guardian is actually doing something that's adding value to, to society as opposed to uh, detracting the, the, the from it. Um, uh, the other thing, if you're looking at it, young kids coming up there and mm. that sense of purpose and belonging, so human beings from a psychological point of view, we all want to feel part of something. And sometimes what we end up becoming part of in order to get the respect of our peers is, 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 is pure evil. It, 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 it's, it's the wrong things. And in order to gain respect of, of other individuals in the group, you may be asked to set upon the tourists to, 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 to attack someone to, to gain kudos within the group, or you're being asked by some of the older lads who are wearing the fancy clothes and they're driving the nice car that they pay for in cash. Well, 
you're going to have to drop that bag up to uh, uh, this street or you're going to have to collect yeah. this money off so-and-so. And if you don't do that, well, then you're no good to us. And, and, uh, um, so if you can, uh, again... Are we going to solve, solve all the problems or all the solutions? No, we're not. But but even the things you described, I mean, they're not necessarily yeah. new. I, I, does it do, no. does it betray then that there's maybe a, a level of neglect as well from those in power, those with the, it, it, in control it, of the purse strings? Yeah. So so the, the, I, I would say the political will is definitely not there to actually bring about meaningful change. Like you look at Dublin, uh, North Inner City, and even South Inner City whether it's the Dublin City Council getting briefed recently in terms of how dirty and untidy the streets are, uh, then you have to increase uh, um, the, the, the volume of, of, of such incidents. As poor Stephen Ferris, I know there's a, a case on the boardwalk, I think yesterday that was reported in the, in the Irish Independent where the man was set upon by a group of youth as well. So, um, But uh, if, if you go back to kind of presence and visible presence, I, I, I had a meeting in town on Monday morning, just gone. I came from Youth Sensation direction, drove down the Quays, uh, parked around Lombard Street, and I didn't see any cars uh, in around Talbot Street. I didn't see any visibility there. And it's not that they're not working. It's just that they're being asked to do stuff that is, is, is not having meaningful impacts on, uh, uh, on the mm-hmm. community. Uh, they might be appeasing. They're obviously clearly appeasing their 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 superiors uh, in terms of what the the, the, the strategy is there uh, uh, with the commissioner or or, or with the Department of uh, uh, Justice. But uh, in terms of actual having a real practical impact, you have to be visible. You know, you just have to be yeah. visible. Um, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, well, no, listen, uh, Jar, it's been really interesting talking to you. I could keep talking to you about it because uh, uh, there's so many different aspects that uh, that deserve attention. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, we're we're out of time, so we'll have to have the conversation again. Jar Brennan, uh, former Dublin footballer. Uh the Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.